0: Spread your jams and drizzle your syrups. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex' all day breakfast.
1: Well, well, well. Another week at work, Matty O'Kine. How's it going, man? I
2: can't believe it. I'm so excited. And thank you for listening to our first week of Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. It, it's truly amazing to see uh, how much you're enjoying it and how much we're enjoying it.
1: It's so good, so much fun. We ended up getting a website. That is awesome. That is under construction, so across the week we're going to be um, yeah checking in with that and potentially looking at some other platforms that we can go with. But right now, we are back online. Matt O'Kine, good
2: weekend? Yeah, I had a good weekend. Look, there's some great news coming out about, uh, you know, lifting of restrictions um, New South Wales has said that uh, as a start of this coming Friday, they're going to ease some restrictions as well. Uh, WA is going to... Implement stage two next week as well. Next Monday, Uh Melbourne's still staying pretty tough, and a lot of you know there was some it's, stuff happened on that step so, of Parliament House. It's almost
1: like you're calling the Melbourne Cup there. <laughs>
2: like, and yeah, uh, New South Wales a little bit behind there, but Melbourne's <laughs> Melbourne's coming out there last, there last, they're uh, still yet to catch up. Oh, Tassie hits least. the
1: railing there. Over, <laughs> it's bad news for there. Uh, but it is good that people are banding together. It is you know in a socially distanced world. Uh, but Matt, you did reference it. Uh, uh, a little bit of trouble in the steps of Parliament House yesterday in Melbourne. We're going <laughs> to dive into that in a moment as well as uh, chatting to a few people who listen to our show this week. Uh, some We talked about being sprung last week. Uh, one of the most embarrassing moments of my life was discussed, but it seems that from it, Matt O'Kine, uh, a new spring has come out of the ground. A new hot spring is, uh, is bubbling away. So we're going to get into that. Not only... Are we doing that? But we're also chatting to Melissa Leong, the host of MasterChef. And yep. I know you don't mind curling up on the couch and watching some cooking, Matt oh, O'Kai. Lover
2: love a flambe, love a hibachi. Uh, and if you <laughs> think, you know, I'm working from home, well, guess what? Everyone's working from home, even Melissa Leong, MasterChef judge. We're going to be chatting to her and also talk about what's been happening with Childish Gambino. I'm a fan, you're a fan. So Let's let get into know. it. It's
1: All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. Yes, with lockdowns easing, doesn't seem like the best time to protest lockdowns. But nonetheless, that did not dissuade. I guess there was about a hundred protesters in the middle of Melbourne yesterday. Uh, Matt, you looked at it more than I did. What
2: was their beef? And look, I need a torch, Alex Dyson, because I've I've gone down the rabbit hole. I've gone deep. You can't see the light behind you anymore. Mate, I got 16 tabs open. I'm I'm getting swamped (laughs) by all of the possible conspiracies around coronavirus. Now, um, this is a very serious situation, obviously, sweeping the world, an awful pandemic. Lives have been lost. People's lives have been affected forever. And we're watching it all happen, you know, hour by hour, updating our screens. Yesterday, uh, you probably saw big groups of people, Dozens out the front of Melbourne Parliament House congregating, arrested, congregating illegally. Yep, Alex Dyson arguing that they need that you know that people should should uh, have freedom and that this is all a conspiracy Mm. um, and that this is that this is all part of uh, one of the world's richest man's wanting to vaccine everyone. Well, insert microchips into us. This
1: was one of the chants from the protest. Bill Gates! Yes! Arrest, Bill Gates! Arrest Bill Gates. Arrest Bill Gates. What do you reckon? Lock him up?
2: Throw away the key? Bro, I love a conspiracy theory. Yep. I like. You know that I like it. Yeah. All right. I am not entirely convinced that we went to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're an idiot, mate. <laughs> no, no, and. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, right, jokes about flat earth, only half jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it. Have you watched the footage
1: of the flat earth people literally going, I'm going to do this test and prove the earth's the flat and the test proves the earth is
2: round? Have you watched that have, footage? Have you been in a spacecraft and seen the round? <laughs> no,
1: but if I had and I'd
2: been well, up there and I'd fixed the International yeah. Space Station,
1: I'd be pretty bloody annoyed if Matt O'Kane jumps up at all-day breakfast and says it didn't happen. <laughs> I'd be p- a little bit peeved.
2: Well, <laughs> but anyway, when um, you do do it, then then you have the right to be peeved, okay? But you but, haven't done it. Have but you the
1: happen. question is, Matt. We're we're in the podcast world now. at we're top of the charts, which is pretty cool.
2: Thank you for supporting us.
1: I appreciate you listening. But does that make us part of the mainstream media? Because a lot of other Australians are a little bit annoyed with the mainstream media and they've made videos to prove it. This is a television. It
0: tells us what to do. It's a television.
1: This is what I think of the media.
2: Well, it won't light, but you get the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Got to check the lighter before you make the big protest, huh?
1: Now, if that audio wasn't totally clear to you, that was people smashing their TVs with things like baseball bats, uh, dropping them, just throwing them on the ground aggressively. Uh, we didn't have the audio of the guy who shot his TV, but they're not happy with your uh, your, your your nightly six pm news. But
2: do you know what really gets me about this? Like I said, love a conspiracy, but um, do you know how difficult it would be to create like a full global conspiracy to get. Not just a few people. Like with the with the moon landing, you only need oh, to get, you only need to get on landing. board the people who went who apparently went to the moon. All right. That's like six people, you know, three astronauts. That's all you need to, to get in on the lie. To yeah. get um, like, to, 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 to yeah. get a conspiracy on a global You're level talking? that's shutting down economies. I can't even get six friends on a Zoom call to play categories <laughs> So to convince the world, the whole. Well, politicians medical experts scientists well the things it's hard
1: the things for me are bill gates got up and you can watch the ted talk on youtube warning the world about the upcoming pandemic now i'm no criminal mastermind matt <laughs> all right but if i was going to go do an international pandemic and inject people with whatever they reckon they're, they're tracking whatever they're saying I wouldn't get up on a stage and tell everyone that's what I was going to do. <laughs> Unless, of course, I was doing the double bluff, in which case it's
2: a, you it's, know a what? it's a good move. Bill Gates doesn't need money. Why does he want...
0: <laughs> Actually, you're like, right. He's like, the richest. Like, oh, he just wants
2: to sell the vaccine. For what? He can literally afford everything. He
1: could buy you. The whole- if he wanted he you, he'd just buy, buy you. <laughs> exactly.
2: <He> could- <laughs> What does he need to infect people with a disease for? He could go to an island and live however he wants for as long as he wants.
1: Mm. 2G was all right. 3G, I sleep. 4G, (laughs) don't even worry about it. 5G, Matt, I draw the line. What is it about the 5G that people uh, don't trust whereas the other Gs were uh, all
2: G? I am not against the possibility... That radio waves could be harmful to humans. I'm not against it. If you want to have that belief, sure. I just don't think they got anything to do with coronavirus. <laughs> I love that people are blaming uh, Bill Gates. I think people <laughs> should blame Bill Gates for everything. I'd love to blame Bill Gates. Just we need a scapegoat.
1: What, what do you want to blame him for? I guess it would make us the same amount of sense as the other stuff.
2: Yeah. What did he not? do in your life? Stubbed my toe. (laughs) I did. I stubbed my toe. I've got very square knuckles. I've got a square knuckle on my second toe. Goes at 90 degrees. I stubbed it the other day. Damn, Gates.
1: He controlled you with his mind.
2: Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Now, last week... Alex Dyson, uh, you got sprung. We talked about you sending in some pretty embarrassing messages to your old workplace, getting completely sprung. Um, So we asked you, when have you been sprung? Yeah, it was
1: was a Look, it was uh, aside from me being absolutely humiliated, it was a pretty good first week. (laughs) Um, And some really nice people were uh, sending us messages, like, so good to be back, putting a few screenshots up on Instagram that we could reshare. Uh, But it seems. As you say, in our talk back of getting sprung, that someone has been sprung, and we've actually got the Springer with us on the phone <laughs> here. Mel from Queensland, hello to you.
3: Hello, boys.
1: Now, you slid into my DMs with a pretty astute observation last week. What was going on?
3: Yeah, so basically I was just at home flicking through my Instagram, as you do. Alex Dyson had reposted... Someone's story, celebrating, you know, your number one podcast, blah Woo. blah blah. Woo-hoo. Yes, good stuff, good stuff. Stop
1: going on about Thank it. About. You. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, us. No.
3: <laughs> Apparently, no proofreading occurs in the Dyson Instagram page. He'd screenshotted someone's post, and it was basically their computer, and in front of their computer, set up as their little snack station, they had a jar of jalapenos. Pickled jalapenos with a straw sticking out of it, which I can only assume implies they're drinking jalapeno juice.
1: Now that is a good pickup because I just saw this. I just saw this thing and reposted it. I wasn't paying attention to what was on the desk. You got your cup, your pens, you got your paper, yeah. but you're right. When you said that to me, I looked and you, as clear as day, a, jal- a jalapeno jar with a straw
2: in it.
3: And to their credit. Biodegradable
2: straw. So, <laughs> chops to them. So, I mean, at least this is a single-use straw as well. So that was this is a freshie that they put in. So, I haven't seen this photo. Did you? You didn't notice it, Dyson?
1: No, because it, it's mainly the big screen. They were listening to Matt and Alex on the podcast one website. So they're, they were just filming their screen. But Mel saw in the bottom corner the jar of jalapenos with a straw coming out, and you're thinking that this means that this person. Drinks jalapeno juice from the jar at work.
3: Yes, and look, I didn't think that quarantine stockpiling had gotten so bad that we'd run out of like coke at the supermarket. <laughs> Apparently we're it, stooping to that level
2: now. Now, I mean, I jalapenos got, are go. It's you have to go through a fair few whack of fruit and veg before <laughs> you hit the jalapenos yeah. when it comes to the juice factor.
3: Yeah,
1: you're right. It is suspicious, but I I'm one to hold the benefit of the doubt. That could be a repurposed jar. We already know the person uses biodegradable straws. Mm. Maybe they reuse jars and there's just a little bit of spring water or something in there. But we, we appreciate you bringing it to our attention. Potentially this person has been sprung, but of course I reposted and I knew the person's Instagram handle. We've actually got in touch oh. with the person who put up the photo. Her name is oh. Alicia. She's from Western Australia. And she doesn't know that we're having this conversation about that yet. She just knows that we we're very appreciative of her being a fan of the show. And I'm sure that there is a perfectly reasonable explanation that doesn't involve sipping jalapeno juice.
3: And look, if there isn't a reasonable explanation, guys, it's 2020. No judgment here. <laughs> no. You that's
2: do you, it. fam. Exactly.
3: I have nothing
2: against anyone drinking whatever juice. Whatever your juice is. You drink it. Exactly. You know what I mean? You let
3: your juice flag fly. <laughs> exactly.
2: but well, Mel, we appreciate
1: you bringing it to our attention. <laughs> we want to celebrate juices of all forms here on All Day Breakfast. You know, this podcast was born out of busting the restrictions of breakfast in the morning, okay? Exactly. <laughs> so our ethos is you can drink whatever juice
3: you see fit. All ages, all sexes, all juices. <laughs> Maybe there's
2: some jalapeno <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe there's a little jalapeno juice in all of us, guys. <laughs> but I do think it's a bit weird. Oh, It is slightly. So, well. But we'll
2: get to the bottom of it
1: because we do have Alicia's phone number. And a little bit Ooh. later on in the program,
2: Madokine, we're just going to give her a little buzz. Oh, <laughs> dial them she's All right. Find out. Get to the bottom of the jalapeno jar. Thank you, Mel.
3: Bye, boys. <laughs>
2: day breakfast
1: with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. mm Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A
0: seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Now well, I feel a buzz.
2: Alex Dyson, with a name like All Day Breakfast for our show, you know that we've always got food on our minds.
1: You're absolutely right, Matt O'Kine. Only the best uh, all across the day.
2: And night. Big fans of MasterChef watching last night's episode. It was episode number twenty. And this is MasterChef Australia back to win. All of the past, uh, so many past contestants from the past 11 series are back on MasterChef Australia. Uh, they get the chance to win a $250,000 prize. And we have one of the new judges, not so new now, it's episode 20, 20 episodes in. The 20 um, episode veteran judge yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the line with us. Brand new uh, brand new judge uh, and a good friend of mine. Please welcome to uh, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. It's Melissa Leong. Hey. There you go, Melissa. A bit of a Are you check. still alive, Melissa? <laughs> Flames, you, flame sound light, effects there, Melissa. <laughs> n-
4: nothing like a light flambe to get a podcast started. Hey, there
0: you that go. Well, was it. Thank for you so.
1: Me. No worries. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, as Matt said, twenty episodes in. How's it feeling? I mean, it Veterous, would have been nerve wracking going veteran. in, but what about now?
4: Look, it's been the most mind bending year for the world. Let alone you know taking on this next chapter of this global juggling
2: But it's been fun. It's exciting. Well, I mean, we're mates and I saw on Facebook about six months ago or so, big long post. Oh, all these rumours about me hosting MasterChef. I want to put it out there. They're not true. I don't know where they started. Oh, no. And then two months later, it's like, Mel's the new host on MasterChef. You liar <laughs> to your friends, Mel. You know,
4: that was actually true. I, I had no idea. I had not been approached and c- could not have had any further thought of, from my mind than, you know, stepping into the next chapter of this show. Like, for for real. I tell you, as a friend, Matt <laughs> The <laughs> It is well, the
2: truth. I'm, I'm
1: hardened It's hard to believe you now. <laughs> you even opened your own home to it last night, Melissa. I know. You were you weren't sitting in the table with the <laughs> with the boys. You had your food delivered to your home. The speed bumps and the the dodgy potholes getting in the way of a couple of these meals <laughs> making it to your house. I mean, they Jock got and, there though. They yeah. did make it. Jock and Andy though, I was disappointed. They they suggested potentially you could open the door in your dressing gown and you're gown in UGG boots, uh, but I that was, was not also the case. Down
4: for that. <laughs> I was also really down for it. I thought you know hair and rollers dressing gown fluffy slippers why not Yeah uh,
2: that's how we all dress for work now <laughs> just uh all tracky dacks all the way So last night's episode was about uh, Masterchef focusing on takeaway food and they uh, yeah. for me those words those two things don't fit hand in hand Look
4: one in two households order takeaway every day and so it would be remiss of us not to acknowledge the way that dining habits are in this country right now. So as much as, you know, MasterChef is about... Uh, inspirational food and cooking at home or going out to incredible restaurants. Part of that is also this augmented reality now where we we can expect really high quality food to be delivered.
1: Very true. I mean the, the food got to you in pretty good nick uh, Melissa, but I've got to tell you a few months ago I had a pizza turn up at my place and then the entire <laughs> surface, <laughs> gravity had taken it and it was <laughs> down in like the bottom of the box like oh, just a no. big, almost like a curtain, a rolled-up curtain of cheese was sitting <laughs> down the bottom. So I'm sure Australians have got photos of deliveries that have turned up pretty, in pretty, pretty <laughs> shonky condition. If you, you do have them, the
4: ride that your pizza would have had to have taken in order to get like that. Oh. I just, I wish I could have been, you know. Um, a, a fly on the wall to see how that A fly that
1: in happen. the backpack. I'll tell you I'll what, the Vespa the driver must have gone off Niagara Falls or something because <laughs> <laughs> it was a t- total 90-degree angle. But actually, if you've got a, uh, a bit of food that's turned up to your fat house – in terrible yeah. condition. I'm talking to the listeners here. Sorry, Melissa. Please <laughs> please send us a photo of it, uh, matt.ad.alex on Instagram. We'd love to see a picture of the absolute debacle that turned up at your house. Maybe oh, a big too. empty broth bottle has spilt throughout the entire thing. Uh, whatever <laughs> it is, try it, send it through. We'll try and compile a little gallery. Australia's worst takeaway uh, deliveries. Oh, you are inviting del- yes. some shockers the of
4: amazing your way. You can start your own browser.
2: Cardigan, but just for food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, speaking, Mel, about the uh, about this transition that these restaurants are doing takeaway now, these fine dining places. How do you, as a food critic, as a food lover, and I guess how does the whole community, the restaurant community, feel about? this transition?
4: I think that right now, regardless of whether or not you're a diner or you work in hospitality or you own a venue in hospitality, it's a time to be resourceful. It's a time to be flexible and and nimble about the way that you, you know, respond to a crisis like this. So I think that, um, you know, as a diner, it's an opportunity to kind of eat Incredible food uh, delivered to your home, and like so, it's a, it's a, it's an experience we may never have conceived would be possible. But at the same time, you know, I think that right now everyone's just trying to cope, and so however that's manifesting itself, whether or not it's, you know, vac, vac sealed, uh sort of bulk packs that you can buy of your favourite mm. curry or your favourite Thai, you know, noodles or something like that to, to cook at home and finish off at home or whatever that is.
1: I was actually interested in ordering a crock and bush uh, delivered. <laughs>
4: what, what, are you th-
1: what are your thoughts on the chances of that you making know, it to my place in one piece?
4: I used to work with Adriano Zumbo back in se- when Season 1 happened and the Crockenbush, bush, you know, became an Australian favourite and the amount of orders that he had for those things to go out to people's places was just insane. And the amount of stress that was caused to get one of those in the back of the van and get it to <laughs> someone without the whole thing falling apart, it was uh, it was mind-bending. So I would say don't do that to your favourite patissier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are talking to Melissa Leong, one of the judges from MasterChef. And uh, something I wanted to know, Melissa, talking from the balcony because some really tasty um, things get thrown from up there. It's almost like Stadler and Waldorf from The Muppets are like telling people to, to do things. And it's interesting. One of my ones that entertained me last night was uh, this p- particular interaction.
2: Tess, make sure it's cooked perfectly right.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just that uh, constructive criticism that our test didn't seem to take all that well. Like, yes, I know. Uh, the most any...
2: <laughs> obvious statement ever. Like, thanks for the advice. I'll think about that. I'm
1: on MasterChef. Let's see what I can oh, Okay, maybe that's the best way to win. Um, is there any ones that don't make the show that uh, that you can remember that, that end up on the cutting room floor? Oh, look,
4: there are, there are so many. Things happen in that kitchen, thick and fast, all day, every day. But I do know that um, the wonderful – this is why you never – you know, you you always keep the sound engineers on your side because – Anything that is said in that kind of environment, in a television production environment, as you know, it's recorded forever. So we, we've been played some choice bits from past seasons um, just for a bit of motivation on what not to say. And um, let's just say lesson learned.
2: All right, we'll sa- save that start. for the Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. Melissa Leong, thank you so much. Uh, it's been such a pleasure to see you take on the new role of Chef Judge. Hey, just imagine <laughs> I'm from the balcony. Hey, Mel. Just try and present it perfectly.
4: (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Here's Melissa. We'll catch you next time. (laughs) See you guys. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. Bye.
2: I smell toast.
1: Matt O'Kine, we've met Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, a couple of times in our uh, radioing career. Nice dude.
2: yeah, I remember? don't. I don't remember. I was too nervous.
1: <laughs> well, you're a big fan of uh, you know, actually, the man himself, aren't I you? I am.
2: I am. And uh, and I remember vividly because because uh, I'm sure he I'm sure he must have sensed it, sniffed it off me that I was a big fan. Yeah, l big time fan. I. Yeah, you didn't right. hide it too well. No, and I didn't. And you know what? As a as same a, with
1: Chris Rock. Actually, Chris <laughs> Rock, you ponged by that day, my friend. <laughs> of desperation, of trying to act too cool. I mean, Chris Rock went to the next level, but I would say Childish Gambino, almost there.
2: Well, I mean, none of me and Childish Gambino's interactions have ever ended up on the Sharon Osbourne show. <laughs> <laughs> being dissected, right. being dissected <laughs> by Mario Lopez and Sharon Osbourne about how I shouldn't have been talking myself up. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. Anyways. But I saw, I did see, we were backstage at Splendor in the Graphs and I saw Childish Gambino and he'd just come out of an interview or something and he, and he, mm. and he was on his phone and he looked up and he saw me and I, and I've never seen someone <laughs> divert their direction quicker, <laughs> but try to not see, like, yeah. not seem like it was, it was a thing.
1: Yeah. He, was, he could have fallen
2: over. He changed directions that fast. Honestly, it's amazing yeah. he had his balance.
1: Well, I, I hold him up in high regard because when he came in to do an interview at Splendour in the Grass, he was in the grey tracky pants with the grey tracksuit hoodie matching. And so mm. if anyone ever criticizes my tracksuit pants, I go, oi, if it's good enough for Childish Gambino, one of the coolest people in the world, it's good enough for me. All right?
2: Yeah. Well, you got to wonder. I mean... Uh, He's he's one of the coolest people in the world to me but I guess you know some news came out over the weekend that uh <laughs> Maybe he's not the coolest person in the world to everyone.
1: Well, this this was quite funny because uh, *Community*, the TV show, like a couple of TV shows actually, are bringing back an episode or doing a table read, I guess, uh, for the fans um, in isolation. And so, I guess to organize it, all the actors and everyone gets together and tries to, you know, say, "When are you? Are we good for this time?" and that sort of thing. And so, it just came out some. And the great part is, some audio came out of uh, <laughs> of Donald Glover talking to his *Community* buddies, who had a WhatsApp message chain going that he wasn't invited to or wasn't a part of. So have a listen to Donald Glover realising live that the rest of his community castmates had a group chat without him.
0: Chat. Share them in the group chat. I will. I'll send it to you. I
1: need to send My this one. There's a
0: group chat? I'm not in this group chat. <laughs> You're not in the group right, chat again. After this, I literally was going to be like, no, th- we should have a group chat. There's no group chat. <laughs> I think we y'all- assumed you were too busy, Donald. So y'all didn't put me in this group chat. <laughs> wow. Yes. If I had
1: started one, would you guys have told me there was one already? <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have said it.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh, gee, you know what's mama. funny? Like, at some point, they all would have had to sit around and be like, hey, where's Donald? Like, should someone add Donald? And then that just would have been, like, left on red. Well, that's the thing.
1: With quite cool people, right, you don't want to be the one to add them to a group chat that they don't want to be a part of and make it awkward for them to leave. That's Particularly true. with, you know, who wants to see Donald G has left the conversation? <laughs> You know, that would be awful. It would be mortifying. <laughs> However, you step the other way. We, we hear what happens as well.
2: Just uh, as us, awkward. Let us know if you've uh, ever been bumped from the group chat or the most savage group chat omissions.
1: Yeah. Or just people making assumptions about you. Like I assumed that you didn't like chocolate. Like people have those sort of things, and that you don't get anything.
2: Well, well, it's a difficult one because there's so many splinter group chats. You've got the big core group chat, but then you start these other splinter ones because some people don't live in the same city, mm. or it's so and so's birthday. Hey guys. So and so is not in this chat. Let's talk about their present, you know? And then yep. you going to be carried away with that chat. It's the top of the chat. All it's right, the well, top of the list. Get
1: involved. Uh you hit us up on the all-day breakfast WhatsApp. Uh you can uh, Oh, <laughs> wait, hang wait. on. Did we not invite? You? Oh.
2: You know what? Half of me knows you're joking and the other half of me thinks this could be another moon landing. <laughs> All day breakfast.
1: Matt O'Kine, it's come to that time of the show where we, uh, we get
2: to the bottom of the jar, so to speak. Yes, uh, Mel from Brisbane called in, let us know that she spotted something on her Instagram page. Uh, someone had a juice jar next to their computer workstation.
1: Yes, it was a jar of jalapenos which was empty except for a straw. Was someone yeah. simply drinking the jalapeno juice the spiciest of all liquids? <laughs> uh, or is there a different explanation? We're about to find out. Uh, the person who posted the thing that I reposted, unbeknownst to me, uh, that there was this incriminating evidence in the background. Her name is Alicia from WA, and she's about to jump on the line. Now, Matt, I reckon we should play this. We just act natural. She doesn't know that that's what we're calling about. She just wants that. We just want to have a nice fun chat with a really nice listener. And I think we should try and just subtly bring this up. What do you reckon?
2: All right, let's do it.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I'll put on my radio voice In and... okay. She good. Okay. We're good. Um, here we go. Yes, it is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast back for week number two. It is super exciting and uh, someone who's been tuning in to the program is Alicia from WA. G'day, Alicia. Hey,
0: guys.
2: Thank you so much for listening to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We, we really, really appreciate it. Did you, did you enjoy the first week?
0: Yeah, I loved it. I think it's great.
2: Oh,
1: awesome. Whereabouts? You're listening, you were uh, in the car with the headphones kind of person. Uh, what's your situation?
0: No, I just listen off my phone, um, just on the app. I just have it on loud while I'm like typing away at work or out and about.
2: Yeah, cool. And when you're at at work, um, do you usually just sort of sit at your desk, stay hydrated? Is there much snacking?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's heaps of snacking. I'm in the office literally by myself, so I've decorated it like a bit of a party at the moment. I'm just hanging out, so I've got free reign just to have you up loud and just yeah, get some work done
1: at the same time. Free range, so you can just basically do whatever you want and throw caution to the wind at work.
0: <laughs> at the moment,
1: but yeah. Oh, very good. Now, I I actually reposted one of your um one of your videos the other week, which was pretty cool. I Thank know. you very much for putting that on Instagram. I
0: was so excited. I'm not
1: going to lie. <laughs> oh, awesome! Well, now someone's got in touch with us about that because they noticed something on your desk, oh, Alicia.
2: Um, oh. Alicia, I'm just gonna go straight to it. Have you been drinking jalapeno juice?
0: Oh no! No, 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 no. Okay, so I love jalapenos. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. No, but I just like go through those jars so much. So I I use them to put my smoothies in. Oh, okay. <laughs> See you. okay. Wow, I,
1: I was on your side the whole time, Alicia. Yeah, we wouldn't have
2: judged at all. It's just do you, you, you don't have any time to take the labels off or nothing. You just... I mean, what's the point? Oh, no, what's the point? It's not like anyone could, I don't know, think you're drinking jalapeno juice and call into a radio station but then oh broadcast God. it to the whole country and the world. But, yeah, what's the point? I don't know. Oh, God. I've actually been cleaning out a few jars at
1: home and the jars I have still smell of like pitted olives and those sort of things. You don't get that little bit of spice in your smoothies at all, Alicia? Yeah, look,
0: I do, a little bit. I do. I do. <laughs> oh,
2: <okay. laughs> but it all helps. It all helps. Well, so, so tell me about tell me about this jalapeno, uh, you know. Is would you say it's an addiction? How many how many jalapenos you scoff in a day?
0: Uh, I mean, I just if I'm having a burger or something, I need at least eight. Like, at least eight
1: Whoa. on there. I love them. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, in that case, I'd be very surprised once another jar is down. that you don't, you don't just take a little sip. Do you have a little sip?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I might even put it in my smoothie now. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go.
1: Well, well, we have decided that we are here at the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast Program. We're going to celebrate people's juices. Because at the start, it can be jarring. See, well, pun <laughs> pun not intended, but it can be a little bit weird to see someone with a straw in a jalapeno jar. But I think this is a new movement we should start, Matt.
2: Absolutely. So we're asking you, what's your juice? What's your All juice? Right? What's
1: the secondary juice after something <laughs> that you've <laughs> eaten?
2: What, what juice do you like? And I mean, we're not talking about a little bit of runoff. I mean, <laughs> what are you jarring up shoving a straw into and letting rip down now, your throat.
1: We do know, Alicia, that that is not you, but we appreciate you starting this conversation because I think it's an important conversation that Australia <laughs> needs to have. So thank you very much for tuning in to All Day Breakfast and uh, make sure you check your surroundings when posting on social media from <laughs> now on, please.
2: Happy to help, guys. Thank you You're so much. Thanks, Alicia.
1: Get in touch with us on Instagram, matt.and.alex. Uh, what's your juice? We'd love to know.
2: Oh, lessons to be learned. Alex Dyson, what, whatever you're drinking... Make sure it's out of the, uh, the 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 background of
1: your gram. Celebrate it. Hashtag what's your juice. Um, let us know. Hit our Instagram. We're at Matt and Alex. There are a couple of dots in there, but I fumble it every time I say it. So um, you'll be able to see us on Instagram, which is good. We'll use that for the next little while. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, we
2: won't bug Chris Hemsworth anymore, so no need to uh, post under <laughs> his picture on May 10th of him holding a koala, holding a plush koala.
1: And uh, look, we yeah, we we did try and get Chris on the show, would have been a good way to end the week. Uh, he didn't notice. He wasn't interested. And reports <laughs> are, he didn't even realise it was happening. So, uh, <laughs> content <laughs> achieved. Um, uh, as well as that, as well as telling us what you, what your juice is, I'd also love for you to get in touch and uh, send us photos of the worst shape a delivery has been in when it's hit your house because I (laughs) just I just told my girlfriend that we were talking about that on the show and she found the photo of the pizza that arrived Madokide have a
2: look at that my friend (laughs) oh no I love that there's about three strands of zucchini just holding on for dear life the rest of it has slopped off and they're, fallen they're the, down. Those <laughs> zucchinis are like the Leonardo DiCaprio on the door of the Titanic. Just <laughs> please, I can make it.
1: So, if you have one of those, we would love to do a new sort of postmodern art gallery of uh, the shabbiest delivery arrivals. So uh, message us those on the Matt and Alex Instagram. And uh, I guess we'll catch you Tuesday morning for some more fun times or afternoon.
2: It's up to you. (laughs) This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.